everyone. I hope you are staying healthy and safe. This podcast episode comes with a video interview. If you would like to watch the video interview, you can find the links of the interview in my episode notes. You can watch it either through my YouTube page or my Facebook page called Words of Heart Podcasts. However you choose to listen to it, I truly hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Words of Heart. In today's episode, we have the privilege of speaking with Abigail. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Rebeldauer. Exactly what Abigail just said. (laughs) Thank you for joining me today, Abigail. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Awesome. So, Abigail, if you could tell my listeners a bit about yourself, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely. So, I currently live in Indiana. I am a children's book author. I started writing um, actually during COVID. It was definitely a pivot in my life. Um, But my first book is D is for Darcy, Not Dyslexia. Um, And it's based a little bit on part of my own school experience. But um, as I was growing up, you know, I, having dyslexia, I didn't see any books that represented that and kind of saw my struggles within it. And so I decided to create that book, hoping that it really helps other children and students who are going through the same struggles that I had faced know that they're not alone. So we're currently working on our second book and that's with the editor. So we're really excited about what's to come. Wow. And I truly admiring you for touching on dyslexia. Um, I'm not really all that familiar with it, but I did have um, some health issues growing up, which kind of delayed me quite a bit as far as learning things. Um, It took me a lot longer compared to the most typical person, which I'm sure you can relate to in regards to dyslexia. So I truly, truly admire you for showcasing that and touching on that because you're quite right. I don't think there are um, many books that really touch on dyslexia and the effects of it. do you mind, um, I'm sure it's all in your book, <laughs> but do you mind um, touching a bit on that and how it affected you um, growing up and into your adulthood a bit? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually got diagnosed with dyslexia in second grade. So I was very fortunate in that I was found um, to be dyslexic kind of early on. Um, so that was very helpful and able to give me um, tutoring and extra things that I needed um, pretty quickly. But I was still tutoring and still working on stuff into middle school where I would get pulled out for a recess or a lunch every single week to do Orton Gillingham, um, which is a lot of people who have dyslexia do that tutoring. Um, It's very dyslexic based. And so I think that is, um, that has been tremendously helpful in my reading experience. Um, I think a lot of people assume dyslexia is just reversing letters. And it really is dependent on the individual. So for me, I don't see letters backwards. I don't, they don't move around for me, um, but I don't necessarily read a word when I see it. I don't like sound it out. Like I just have memorized all of the words that I basically know. And so as I'm reading, that's kind of how I do it. But reading is definitely more exhausting than I think most people would guess. I'm glad you touched on that. I always thought of dyslexia as the words were rearranged. I never picked up it could be different depending on the individual so yeah 
I'm really glad you um clarified that. Um, do you find it eat um not easier? <laughs> I'm trying to find the right word. Um, difficult um for those with dyslexia to kind of find their place in the world, considering they may feel so different than everybody else. Yeah, that's a great question. So I think that dyslexia also right now. Um, more people are becoming aware of the strengths of dyslexia and there's creativity and empathy and imagination and all that kind of stuff are actually really like people who have dyslexia really are great in those areas. And a lot of people think it as like forward, our future thinking is going to be what um, dyslexia has. So like dyslexics are creative and that's what we need for the future. And so dyslexics are have that imagination a little bit more. And so that is gonna help in the future. Um, so like Made by Dyslexia, which is a charity technically based in the UK, they are doing a lot of um, push on helping people understand like that there are strengths in dyslexia. So it's definitely something that I feel like when you're younger, it's harder to deal with because everything that you're learning is more challenging. Whereas when you're older and you have more um, different opportunities and you can do different things. That's where um, people who understand the strength of dyslexia can really use those to their advantage. Right. Um, I'm I'm really glad we're having this conversation because I don't have any knowledge except for the whole reverse words thing. So I'm really glad we're discussing it. Um, how do you feel um, like the community in general or the dyslexic community to be more specific, how do you feel um, everyone has been affected by the pandemic? Um, considering the pandemic did help you write your book. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that audiobooks are such a huge part that I think a lot of people with dyslexia use. Um, so I think that that was kind of helpful in the sense that a lot of online school were able to do more audio-based things and a more visual kind of uh, being able to record lectures and re-watch them. I'm sure that was extremely beneficial because if I were still in college, like being able to re-watch lectures would have been so helpful. So students being able to do that, I'm sure was helpful. Um, I'm trying to think what else would have been the biggest changes. I think that creativity piece probably would have been really easy for someone with dyslexia to be able to kind of choose like, okay, this isn't working. I'm going to figure out something else. And then if that doesn't work, figure out something else. Again, um, I think that you just have to have patience and perseverance, which is something that my dyslexia has taught me throughout my life. Um, I can definitely relate to you in regards to um, perseverance. Um, just give you a little insight um, into me a bit. Um, I did have a lot of health deficiencies growing up for starters. Um, because of how I was born, um, for first two years of my life, I couldn't hear her talk. So there's that, but hey, I'm talking now. So that didn't last long. Um, um, they couldn't really figure out a clinical way to describe specifically what that was. Um, basically, they just said I was two years delayed as, as a result of my um, deficiencies and everything. So um, people learned how to tie their shoes at like five. I learned at like seven. Um, so I had to like pretty much work hard my whole entire life, um, harder than anybody else. And it was 
challenging because I was different. And if I were to answer a question wrong, people automatically start laughing at me. So that um, it was hard to be a weird kid and have to have different classes and speech classes and all types of other forms of therapy um, growing up. But I continue to persevere like, hey, I'm just as good as everybody else. And I ended up proving a lot of people who thought initially I was going to be retarded um, wrong in the end by graduating high school, which was a massive achievement overall in considering what I went through going up and my family were in an uproar when I graduated high school and ended up with a 3.0 GPA or whatever. So um, persevering in regards to what you were um, talking about, I completely understand the depths of that, having to overcome um, your obstacles um, because they are part of you, but it does, it shouldn't, I don't know how to specifically describe you. Yeah, they don't have to stop you. They are, they strengthen you. That's- Absolutely. One of the pieces in our book is actually um, a page where Jessica has to read aloud in school and growing up that was probably one of the worst experiences like that any that I could have any day was just like that fear of am I going to have to read out loud today am I going to be able to pronounce the words am I able to be able to get through it Um, all of that kind of stuff was definitely something that was a struggle for a really long time and still reading out loud to this day is not what I want to do at all. Like if I have to read something out loud, like I will need it in advance and I want to like make read through it multiple times um, to really help. I can do it. It's not that I can't, it's just not preferable um, because it is at that point, you know, I'm so focused on trying to figure out the words that it's hard to you figure out like how I'm going to say it or just typical things that people don't even think about. Like I have to kind of pre- think and make sure that I've thought through um, carefully. Right. Oh, I'm loving this conversation. I can relate to you so, so well in this because though I know everything that occurred to me on my birth, my health issues and everything um, shaped me into who I am, it was such a hard, um, hard, um, growing up hard, so difficult growing up um I don't really touch on it enough but um it wasn't easy it wasn't easy in any form and then um to give you further insight um just when you thought all my little health related issues were you know on pause and weren't wreaking havoc anytime soon um I got diagnosed with diabetes at the start of the pandemic so yay, I get to have a crazy health change during a virus that can kill us. Woohoo. <laughs> oh my gosh, that must have been life-changing for lack of a better word. <laughs> yes. Um, and my family, um, considering what I just shared with you, was not thrilled at this news whatsoever. Um and even though it wasn't the best news, which it wasn't, but um, I didn't see it as bad news as most of my family members did, um, because if I hadn't been diagnosed, I could have died. Yes. Like, unfortunately, that's a hardcore truth that I don't think people process 
unless you were actually um with me um prior to me being diagnosed because it was Mm -hmm. the most devastating time in my life I don't think I can imagine more time that I was that depressed because I had no idea what was happening to me I was basically a skeleton like these flesh and bones they were non-existent um and that was in 2019 um in the midst of a non-pandemic world kind of um and I had just turned 24 my life seemed to be going good but then bam I got sick and my body just turned on me, which I kind of um, get skeptical of those who are think of this pandemic so lightly when you really don't know your body as well as you think you do. But um, just to um, get back to the point I was making at hand, um, I saw my diagnosis as a blessing and God's way of giving my life more purpose because if I hadn't been diagnosed, I could have died. And that pretty much kickstarted this whole mantra, if you will, as being a warrior for change. And to further emphasize, if I hadn't been diagnosed when I was, then this podcast wouldn't have appeared out of thin air and we wouldn't be having this conversation if it hadn't happened. Yeah, absolutely. I completely can relate, not to the extent of like death or anything like that, but being diagnosed with dyslexia, like I feel like anybody who is diagnosed, you know, you have your ups and downs to start off with like any other person, but I think most people at the end of it are are grateful and they're happy to have that because then they know, okay, look at these strengths, look at these struggles and what have other people done for those struggles in order to get over them and, and help themselves progress even with those struggles um, and then also taking those strengths and really using those to your best advantage. So I completely can relate to that. Absolutely. Oh, this is such a good conversation. Uh, so I do have that icebreaker question. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to stump you. Um, many people enjoy this question. It's probably the only signature staple I keep in any of my episodes. Um, if you could have any superpower that's not flying, many people miss traveling. So I have to take that option away. That's not flying. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Does teleportation count? We can make that's, it count. I mean, that's true. We can make it count, but I'm gonna have to start taking that option away too, because many people have been going for teleporting, and that's <laughs> sort of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I- yeah. You can go with teleporting. <laughs> <laughs> I have had the travel bug for almost my entire life. I absolutely love traveling. And so this year has just been such an interesting like time of like reframing my passions in order to like figure out what else I am doing with my life. But then past um, COVID, I feel like I'll be just so much more grateful to be in all the places that I'm going to go to because I know that that can be taken away in a heartbeat. And so being able to go to places, I definitely will see like as much more, see with much more gratitude than I probably would have in the past. But yes, that is definitely something that I look forward to in the future. Teleporting, okay. Um, well, my power, it's not exactly a power, but I think it could be a power in the future would be the power for this podcast to be heard across other galaxies that have yet to be discovered. Ooh, that's cool. 
that's not something that I would have like thought of, but yeah, no, that's awesome. Well, I always had a go-to answer before, but I decided to change it up just to make it fun. My original answer would have been to read people's minds because for mm. some reason I find that to be cool, but like any power, there's good effects to it and bad effects to it. But that's yeah. also what the world is. There's good, there's bad. It all encompasses who we are as humans. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, well, Abigail, this has been such a fun conversation and we can keep it going till Timbuktu, but we're at the end of it, unfortunately. Do you have any social plugins to tie in where people can find your book? Are you like going to create a movie in the future? Like give us the inside scoop to how we can um, contact you. Yeah, absolutely. So Instagram, we are at the Passage Press. And then um, our website is just thepassagepress.com. Um, we are going to have an inclusive children's book fund that's going to be actually announced on Sunday. So I'm sure that by the time the podcast comes out, it'll be live. Um, but that's for teachers to apply and we'll randomly select teachers when we have enough funds um, to get free inclusive books into their classroom. So that's something that we're super excited about. 10% of all of our profits are going to go to that. So any book sold will, 10% um, of that will go to them. Um, and then our second book will be coming out this fall. And i um, trying to think if there's anything else that I don't want to miss. Oh, our book is available on Amazon. And um, I think you can find it Barnes and Noble online. Uh, probably any book retailer, they'll be able to find it for you. Awesome. Thank you for joining me today, Abigail. This was a really good conversation and truly warmed my heart. And I'm sure the hearts of everyone that's going to be listening to this episode. Thank you so much for having me. I, I truly appreciate your time. And it was such a blast. Awesome. To all my listeners, stay healthy, stay safe. Um, speak up. Please don't be afraid to speak up, no matter what that may be, because I'm here for you. Abigail's here for you. And just reach out. And until next time. Bye. Hello, everyone. It is your heart warrior, Dion, here. I hope you enjoyed the latest episode of Words of Heart. If you like this episode and would like to leave a rating slash review, please do not hesitate to do so. You can leave the review slash rating on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. In addition, if you would like to let me know right away your thoughts on this episode, you are also welcome to leave a voice message right here on the Anchor app. I hope you enjoyed this episode and have a wonderful day.